Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In last week's episode, we learned how God sent Moses to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Pharaoh's heart was hard and he would not let the people go. Even after God sent plagues of frogs and locusts and gnats, Pharaoh still said no until the very last plague. Today we are going to learn about the tenth plague that God sent upon the land of Egypt that would cause Pharaoh to let the Israelites leave Egypt and return back to the land God had promised them, the land of Canaan. The Lord told Moses, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. After that he will let you go from here, and when he does he will drive you out completely. About midnight I will go throughout Egypt. Every firstborn son in Egypt will die. There will be loud crying throughout Egypt. What about the Israelites, you ask? Would their firstborn sons die too? No, God had special instructions for the Israelites to follow so that their firstborn sons would be saved. God told Moses and Aaron to instruct the people to do something very important so that their firstborn sons would be safe and protected the night the Lord would come to the Egyptians. Here are the instructions that Moses gave to the Israelites. Moses told the people, God said, Each man is to take one lamb for his family. The lamb must be a year old male without any defect. That means the lamb could have no spots or wounds. At midnight, the families are to kill the lamb and take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they live. That same night after they cover their doors with the blood of the lamb, they are to cook the meat of the lamb over a fire along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. Can you imagine what the Israelites thought of this? We are to roast a lamb at midnight and place the blood of the lamb on the outside of the door frames? Do you know what else the Lord told them? He said, when it's time to eat the lamb, eat it with your coat on and your sandals on your feet and your staff in your hand so that you are ready to go. Eat it quickly because I, the Lord, am going to come and pass through the land of Egypt and strike down every firstborn male, both men and animals. When I see the blood of the lamb on the doorpost, I will pass over your home and no destructive plague will come to you or your firstborn in your home. Did you hear what the Lord would do when he saw the blood of the lamb on the doorpost of the Israelites' homes? He would pass over and their firstborns would not die. Can you say Passover? This night came to be known as the night of the Passover. God told the Israelites that they were to celebrate this night for generations to come. They were always to remember what the Lord had done in passing over their homes. So Moses summoned all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go at once, select the animals for your families, and slaughter the Passover lamb. 
take hyssop branches, dip the branches into the blood in a bowl and put some of the blood on the top of the door and on both sides of the door frame. Not one of you shall go out the door of his house until morning. When the Lord goes through the land to strike down the Egyptians, he will see the blood on the top and the sides of the doorframe and will pass over that doorway. He will not permit the destroyer to enter your houses and strike you down. When your children ask you, what does this mean? Tell them it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord who passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt and spared our homes when he struck down the Egyptians. After the people heard this, they bowed down and worshipped the Lord and did just what the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. And at midnight the Lord came and struck down all the firstborn in Egypt the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on the throne, to the firstborn of the prisoner who was in the dungeon, and the firstborn of the livestock as well. Pharaoh and all his officials and all the Egyptians got up during the night, and there was <laughs> loud crying when they realized what had happened. During the night, Pharaoh called to Moses and Aaron and said, Up! Leave my people, you and the Israelites! Go and worship the Lord as you requested. Take your flocks and herds and go. So all the Egyptians urged the people to hurry and leave the country because they thought otherwise we will die too if they stay. So the Israelites took their belongings and journeyed out of the land of Egypt. Finally, the Israelites were leaving Egypt after all their years of slavery and crying out to the Lord, he had finally made a way for them to leave. The Bible says the length of time the Israelites had lived in Egypt was 430 years. For years to come, the Israelites were to celebrate this night as the night the Lord passed over their homes and delivered them from the Egyptians. The Bible says there were about 600,000 men on foot, and that's not including all of the women and children. The Bible says that the Lord kept watch all night long to bring every man, woman, and child out of Egypt. Did you know that for years to come, the Israelites would celebrate this moment in history as a moment when God delivered them from Egypt? God's people began to celebrate the Passover every spring in response to God's command that this was to be a lasting ordinance that they were to remember what God had done for them. Every year they would roast a lamb and retell the story of the miraculous exodus of their ancestors from the land of Egypt and from slavery to Pharaoh. From generation to generation, they remembered God's redemption and their deliverance from Egypt, the night the Lord passed over their homes. True seekers, do you know that today as Christians, we also remember the Passover? We remember the Passover as an event that points forward to Jesus. You see, Jesus died on the cross for you and me because our sins separated us from God. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. 
our sins kept us from being with God. So Jesus came and died in our place. He is just like the lamb in the Passover. In fact, the Bible actually calls Jesus the lamb of God. Do you remember how the Israelites placed the blood of the lamb on their doorposts so that the destroyer would pass by? Well, it's the same with the the blood of Jesus. When we ask Jesus to come and live in our hearts, the blood that he shed when he died covers our sins so that we are saved and will not die, but have everlasting life. Jesus was the sacrifice in our place so that we can be close to God and have a relationship with him. We remember the Passover as something that points to Jesus' death on the cross as the lamb who shed his blood for us. Just like the Israelites were delivered from slavery, Jesus is our Savior and delivers us from sin. We have so much to be thankful for. Have you ever asked Jesus to come and live in your heart and forgive you of your sins? Would you like Jesus to be the Passover lamb for you? He is ready and waiting for you to ask him to come and live inside of you. He is ready to forgive you of your sins and give you everlasting life. The Bible says all you have to do is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he died and rose again and you will be saved. Would you like to pray that prayer with me now? It's a free gift. Jesus already paid the price. All you have to do is receive it. Dear Jesus, I thank you that you are the Passover lamb that you shed your blood and died so that I might be saved. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I confess that I have sinned and I ask you to forgive me of my sins and come and live in my heart. I believe that you are Lord and that you died and rose again so that I might have everlasting life. Thank you for coming to live in me and help me to follow you and obey you in all I do. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, that's wonderful. You can now be assured that your sins are forgiven and you are a child of God. Jesus lives inside of you and he loves you so much. You never have to fear because he will always be with you and help you follow him. You are so loved by him. Rejoice, celebrate, you have been set free. Just like the Israelites were free from slavery, you are now free from sin. Jesus' blood has washed you clean, and the Bible says you are white like snow. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Exodus chapters 11 and 12. And be sure to subscribe so you can stay tuned as we find out what happens to the Israelites next, now that they are no longer in Egypt. And before we go, I also want to thank you for all of your reviews and feedback. It's so good to hear from those of you who are listening. I want to say hi to Cynthia Hamblin and her family for stopping by on Instagram to say hello and that they're listening. I also want to thank Noli77 for leaving a review in iTunes. She said this podcast has helped her kids to think deeper on the Bible and encourage them in ways to apply it to their everyday life. 
Thank you so much for that. And I pray that it continues to bless and encourage those of you who are listening. I'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to stop by Instagram at True Seekers Bible Stories for Kids or leave a review in iTunes so that way others can find the podcast too. Thank you so much. And I look forward to our time together next week.